Welcome to the Achieving Flow podcast. You're in the right place if you are a corporate employee and you're looking for a way to feel better at work. We will dive deeper into what it means to set boundaries at work, how to maintain a positive mindset, and most importantly, how to honor your values in every situation. By the way, that doesn't just go for work, it goes in your personal life too. So, are you ready? Let's get started. Wow, 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 wow. It's been so long since I've done a solo episode. I'm so excited to sit here and record yet another episode of Achieving Flow for you. It's been a while since I recorded the last episode solo, mainly because I've been traveling, I've been living my digital nomad lifestyle, and I actually want to touch upon what that looks like for me and what it means and how I feel about the travel situation and how that's currently shaping my reality. I know that when people hear Digital Nomad, there's uh, there's some preconceptions. And I know that, especially here in Lisbon as well, there's just been some talk with the government and the local people about, hey, is it actually benefiting the country? And is it actually going to support the economy? And how is that going to change over time? And what is it going to mean for the people in Portugal? You know, I feel it's important to bear in mind that you are still a visitor in a country and whatever I can do to support them locally and whatever I can do to support them as individuals and whatever I can do to make sure that there's no suffering from the locals by the fact that there's digital nomads just roaming around their city and uh, taking up some of their living spaces. I want to always make sure that I give back something in one way or another. And yeah, if you have any ideas, if you are a digital nomad or if you have heard anything about what people can do to be more mindful, I'm all ears. I'm always happy to hear other ideas and new places to go and new things to do and new ways to help support the economy in this country at the same time. Because just because I want to be traveling doesn't mean that anyone else needs to suffer from that. And I think it's an important lesson to bear in mind. And I think it's an important message and an important aspect to be mindful of every single day. So I'm all ears. I'm happy to hear from you about any ideas that you have that I could potentially incorporate into my traveling and my day to day too. For today's topic, because I know while you might be interested in what I'm doing and the way that I live, you're not tuning in to learn about my digital nomad journey or anything. What I do want to touch upon and dive a little bit deeper into, it's, it's something that is coming up in every single conversation that I've been having recently, which is around... How are you managing your hybrid teams and how are you managing your remote teams? How are you managing flexible working and how are you creating and maintaining a culture within teams and within organizations that is actually helping your employees thrive? Because frankly, what's happening at the moment is that organizations who have been office-based in the past who have then had to create a remote work setting and environment due to the pandemic, who are now looking to go back into a more office-based environment and a hybrid workspace. There are talks about how some people who have joined an organization at the time of the pandemic where they were always working from home and who are now being requested to come into the office 
there's a lot of pressure behind that. And I want to talk about this because it's a mental pressure that is very, very straining on an individual who has obviously gone through the same pandemic and actually they joined the company in a setting where they had that freedom and the autonomy and the flexibility to do the work that they were hired to do in their own time and in their own way, but then now are being pushed and pulled into going to an office that they have never visited before. And while I think organizations have somewhat of a right to say, hey, you know, we want to actually make use of the offices that we're paying for again, you know, there's also a lot of cost involved. We need to bear that in mind. And it's also very important for building a culture to allow people to come back into the office. I feel a lot of organizations aren't thinking enough about how this will mentally affect a person who has, first of all, never been to this office that they are now being pushed to go to. And second of all, may not have signed up to be in a position where they go into an office ever again and have designed their life around a remote workspace and a way of living and a way of working that suits them really well and that actually suits them more as an individual and how that's actually going to affect them in the longer term and, and how it's actually not going to benefit the organization to keep pushing them to come into the office either. I've had some conversations with people recently around how we are either introverts or extroverts. And if you are an introvert and you've been hired during the pandemic in an organization where everything was remote at the time, it can be extremely intimidating to think about going into an office and then suddenly meeting, I don't know how many tens, hundreds of people within an office that they've never been to and meeting people that, yeah, maybe they've connected with online, but haven't connected with on a deeper level that you would normally do when you meet people in the office, in a kitchen, sitting next to them, you know, going to grab some lunch or whatever it may be that you would normally do. It has a huge impact on their well-being and their state, their mental states, and it needs to be addressed. It's not just a matter of, hey, you know, we'll be fine, you'll be fine, we're going to look after you, we're going to make sure that you have everything you need, and you're just going to be there, and you're going to do your job in the same way, but you're just going to do it in a different place and a different location. It's not as simple as that, and we need to acknowledge that, and organizations need to acknowledge that. So... What I want to touch upon today is what can you do? You know, it doesn't matter whether you are a leader, a manager or a peer. What can you do to support these people? And second of all, as an organization and as a leader, as a manager, how are you going to make sure that all of your people are feeling seen and are feeling valued, especially with people who are hired to do a role that they are doing better than they expected or better than you expected, how are you going to make sure that that continues on when they are being asked to come into the office in a situation where they didn't expect that that would ever be the case? So let's touch upon the first topic then. What can you do as a peer or as a manager or as a leader to ensure that the people who are now coming back to the office or are requested to come back into the office and have never been to this office before are supported? It's actually very simple. Ask them what they need. Ask them what they need. We stop asking these questions, right? Sometimes we're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what people need and it's all been written down somewhere and I've read this book and I've heard about X, Y, and Z podcasts that have given me some insights into how to do this, blah, blah, blah. You're still dealing with individuals. Let's not forget that. Every individual is different. And so every individual needs different types of support and 
are looking for someone who is just there to ask them the questions. Okay. So questions to ask, how can I help you feel better about coming into the office? That's the number one question that you need to ask. The question then is what I'm wondering, how are you equipped to actually lead a team that is going to be somewhat hybrid, somewhat flexible in a way effectively? How well equipped are you? And I was actually speaking to one of my old resellers that I used to work with when I was still in employment. I love it a bit. She's great. She took the test that I've developed to understand how well equipped you are as an organization. And I reached out to her to say, hey, thank you for doing the test. What's your perspective? What are your thoughts? Anything that needs to be added or anything that you feel has come up during this test that you were a bit surprised about? And all she said was, I actually think it's amazing. This stuff really doesn't get discussed that much. And it's something that we really need to address in a time where we're expecting people to do something that two years ago we were saying is probably never going to happen again, especially being in a workplace where you want to support workplace well-being and you want to support your employees on an individual level. It's important to ask yourself the main questions about, hey, how well equipped are we? How well equipped is the office that we're going back into? What do we need to make it better? How are we going to make sure that that's actually going to be an all-round supportive environment for the employees to get back into? And I just really appreciated her feedback. And I feel, if anything, if you want to know what you need to do and if you want to understand where you're at right now, the simplest thing you can do is take this test and then reach out to me for a 15 minute coffee chat to see how I can support you if there's any support that I can provide you with. How well equipped are you to support your hybrid teams, your flexible teams, your remote working teams, and also the people that are coming back into the office? How capable are you of creating a culture within your organization that is supporting your teams and being the best version of themselves at work? Find out now, take the two minute test, see how well equipped you are, and book a 15 minute coffee chat to discuss your results and how I can support you. I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day. Bye, Han. So that's number one, ask the questions. Then secondly, as an organization, what is important for you to be able to say, hey, yes, we want you to come back. And we know that there is some pressure behind that, which we don't want you to feel, right? The last thing that you want is for your employees to feel like there's pressure behind them coming back to the office and making them do something that they don't want to do. You know, it's not what they signed up for. And you signed a mutual contract to say, we're going to make sure that you're in the best environment you can possibly be in. And we're going to both work to make that happen. The last thing you need is for your employees to say, hey, I'm not happy. I'm really stressed about this and I'm really depressed about this. What can you do to make it better for your employees to come back in? And the answer to that is based on what I've been talking about with some of my clients and with some of the people that I've actually been meeting across the co-livings that I've been working in so far, is that we need to bear in mind that commuting costs a lot of time. And suddenly, as an employee, if you have to come back into the office three times a week or even five times a week, that puts a strain on your energy. And that puts a huge strain on the time that you can spend with your family and the time that you can spend on actually exercising or looking after yourself. And if that then starts to deteriorate and people don't look after themselves again when they are at home or when they used to be at home, right? So during the commuting time that they now have, 
how is that going to affect their work? It's going to affect it in a huge manner. And we need to acknowledge that that's something that is coming up. So my advice is absolutely support your employees in providing them with flexible working hours because it means they can go home during off-peak times, right? They can commute home during off-peak times. So they're not going to be stuck in traffic and they're not going to be in a packed tube and they're not going to be going home when it's dark and they can actually catch some sunlight because we all know that that's also very important. And so again, you know, ask those questions to your employees. What do you need? How can I make your life better? How can I make it easier for you to maintain the balance that you've gained and maintain the support that you are providing to your spouse or to your partner or to your children or even just for yourself, right? If you're living alone, what is the support that you're giving yourself in terms of exercising at a certain time where, yeah, maybe it's not so busy rather than at the peak times? Those are all things that are just very, very important to keep asking and to keep bearing in mind so that you can build that workplace that is the new era of working. And it isn't going back to what we used to know before the pandemic, because realistically and quite frankly, that is never going to work again. You cannot expect people to go back to the way that things were before the pandemic. Bottom line, you cannot because now they know better, they feel better, because they have more time and space to be human beings and not human doings. You have heard this before from me, you know, being a human means that you're actually allowing yourself to do things that bring you joy and that bring you support and allow you to be yourself 100%. And if commuting to work suddenly puts a strain on being able to do that, That's not healthy. And so we cannot ask people to do that. Now, there may be a lot of things here that you don't want to hear. (laughs) That's usually the case. And I fully appreciate that. But just have a think about what you can do as an organization, what you can do as a manager, as a leader, and what you can do as a peer. Because support from the people around you, regardless of whether those people are colleagues, friends, or family, It doesn't matter. Support is the number one aspect of ensuring that your employees are going to be able to do the best work they possibly can for your organization. And if they don't feel supported, they're not going to provide the best work. And do you really want to go through another round of hiring and onboarding and all that kind of stuff? No, you don't. So think about it. Again, do the test. It's in the link in my bio on Instagram. It's also available on LinkedIn and see how well equipped you are to support your hybrid working team, support flexible working hours, and overall create this new era of work within your organization. And then schedule that 15 minute chat. Let's have some coffee. Let's talk and let's see how I can actually support you in this because this is what I've dedicated my life to and I absolutely love seeing the results that I get from my clients right now and I love being able to see what I can do for you to get the same results. All right, I know this was a bit of a preacher thing, um, (laughs) but I know that you're going to gain so much benefit from it and you're going to gain so much insight from this conversation that will help you just be a better organization and be a better person within that organization every single day. All right, my love, it was amazing to be here again with you to do a solo episode and just talk to you about what's on my mind and what I've been talking about with the people that I've been meeting in the past few weeks. And it's just been such an expansive conversation that I've had with them. And 
I want to be able to share that with you. And so I'm grateful for you tuning in for this episode again. And I would really look forward to welcoming you again on the next episode. Now for the next episode, let me know what's on your mind. What are you actually thinking about in terms of the new era of working? What are you thinking about hybrid work, remote working, being a digital nomad? If that's a journey that you've started upon and how I can support you better because I'd love to be able to dedicate an episode to what is important for you and what is important for my listeners and what is important for my audience, because in the end, you are the ones that are benefiting from it, right? So yeah, let me know. There's going to be a bit of a quiz and I look forward to speaking with you very soon and seeing your feedback. Bye, Han. like this episode leave me a review and please rate the show as well i would love to hear from you what your thoughts are how i can further support you what else you want to hear about and how you're doing overall because we don't ask enough how are you are you okay let me know hun speak to you soon bye bye